right, let's see that Spontaneous Nation intro. All right, shut up. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to you and yours, to those and theirs, to people who are listening to this, that, or the other thing. Welcome to Foolish the Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck. With me, as always, is my co-host and also regular host, Bill. That's what he goes like. There it is. <laughs> All right. That was an experiment. <laughs> uh, hat tip to Paula Tompkins and Spontania Nation. Welcome to Foolish the Podcast. My name is Chuck. Bill, make up a name. Uh, Jake Mathis. Jake Mathis. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Ask, pretty me, good. A, ask me another one. Well, no, now you know it's coming. Make up a name. Quick. Uh, barb. Barb? <laughs> Barnb. B-A-R-R-N-B, period. That sounds like a man who has a pompadour and is wearing a wife beater and nothing else. No pants. No pants. Just Barnb. And striped socks. Yeah, my name's Barnb. I go down to the... Oh, this is Barnb. Yeah, my name's Barnb. I go to Cumberland Farms. And I get... (laughs) Palm Malls and Red Bulls. Hang out in front. You're a southern man who specifically goes to a Rhode (laughs) Island-based convenience store. Well, it's a long drive. I leave from my hometown in West Virginia. (laughs) I drive up. Cumberland Farms. Oh, nice. And say, hey, I'm Barnb. <laughs> and then they Period. give you cigarettes? <laughs> well, no, I got to buy them. I would, they don't give them to you anymore. They give them the Barnb special? The Barnb special would be a pack of cigarettes, one of the coffees that you make in the in the gas station there, mm-hmm. uh, filled with just mostly cream and sugar, I think, and a little bit of coffee. Yep. And a couple of Slim Jims. All, bl- could snap, all blended together? That you could snap into. Yeah, he does a Slim Jim sandwich. <laughs> he gets the Buffalo Slim Jim and he wedges it between two regular Slim Jims. <laughs> and it's a little Slim Jim fiesta party going on right in Barm's mouth. That kind of sounds delicious. Does it? I'd be into it. When was, when was the last time you had a Slim Jim? Not beef jerky, but a Slim Jim specifically. You're not going to believe this. Uh, six days ago. You had a Slim Jim six I think six it was six days, days ago. ago. Yeah. And actually, ironically... What you... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, so when did I have it? You were going to ask details about this, like like I no. chronicled it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have some follow-up questions. My dearest Beatrice had a Slim Jim today. Was I... it one of the uh, the footlongs or one of the super long ones? No, nah, it was a tiny one. A tiny it, one. It what did the, you... It was the normal one. You, you snapped into the Slim Jim? I, oh, yeah, I did. What did you... I, I don't think I've had a Slim Jim in... It's fine. Maybe, it's good. Maybe maybe five years. Well, this is not that segment, Bill. Oh, whoops. My bad. Okay, we can <laughs> never use the word fine unless we're in that segment. <laughs> Was Slim Jim one of your fine things? <laughs> Damn. Well, I guess, guess we're starting three... Fi- no. Um, Do you get Slim Jims on the regular? No. No. I just... You just had... I wanted something in the middle that, like, wasn't candy, but wasn't... I don't know, like 
vegetables. <laughs> like, why don't you go? Why don't you go like beef jerky on that one? Then? Beef jerky so expensive. It's really expensive. I ha- I wish it was so much cheaper because because I would have it a lot because it's like kind of it's not it's delicious. It's delicious, but it's also like not terrible for you. If if you get the ones that aren't like um, soaked in sugar and salt, it's, it can be pretty good for you. Yeah, the teriyaki ones are my favorite. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they're the best. They're delicious. <laughs> but even those, I think, are you know, unless you're trying to watch your sodium, I think those are pretty okay. I speak. I say this like I'm some natural foods expert. I know. The, the other thing with beef jerky packages is um, they're like $10 for a little thing of it, and you eat it in 11 seconds? Yep. <laughs> it's like a dollar a second. <laughs> which, which beef jerky are you going with if you get the beef jerky? Um, yeah, you're going the, the Jack Links ooh. Or, the, or the Native American brand, which I currently forget the name of, but yeah. that's the one I like Alberto. Not Alberto. I actually don't know. There's, I, I'm there's not the, up on my beef jerky brands, Chuck. There's, there's a one with an American Indian on the, on the front of it. It's oh, like in a yeah. dark blue package. That's the one. Those are the good ones. It's a uh, American Indian jerky. Yeah, that makes sense. How do we do it? Well, I think they they just get like shaved steak and they 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 dehydrate it and probably like a really hot oven for a while. Oh. It, uh... I was making hmm? a joke that you didn't oh. get. <laughs> How do you do it? Oh, that's a bad joke. It is. Bill, how have you been? How have you been? It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. What have you done in your time off? I got a membership to BJ's Wholesale. No kidding. I did. That, this this should have been brought up in our last episode. Well, your Slim Jims... Uh, no, I just got it yesterday. Oh, wow. So your Slim Jims actually brought up something. I, I saw a package of like 120 Slim Jims in a box for like 30 bucks. Yeah, that's how BJ's works. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's for those of you who don't know, it's like a Costco or a Sam's Club. It's a wholesale club, mm-hmm. and you can just go and get pallets of snack foods. <laughs> yep, just buy a or lot TV, of something or, or TVs or T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very strange assortment of items, actually. It is. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful place. I don't go. We, uh, my 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 fiance and I do have a membership. We don't go that often. When we do, it's always an experience. Yeah. I got the membership yesterday because I got something in the mail for like half off a membership. And I was just walking around aimlessly for like two hours like, oh, big jug of this, big jug of that. And yeah. you're like trying to oddly justify getting <laughs> that large of an amount yeah. of something. Like yeah. one, where are you going to put it? Two, <laughs> two, do you really need this much? Do I need this much coconut oil? You do. You need gallons of it. And you'll have it forever. That's the thing. You'll have it forever. It's also where expiration dates come into play as well, because it's Ooh, like, am I going to good. use all of this before it goes bad? Probably not. But, uh... What's your... No, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. You were going to ask me a question. I was... Yeah, well, I was wondering, did you did you, did you experience the, the wonderful glory of the full solar eclipse extravaganza Super Party 2? The sequel. Boogaloo. How come, how come they don't name eclipses? <laughs> That's a good question. They name every they name, fucking name, tropical name, storm and blizzard name, now. How come this wasn't Eclipse Mike? Because <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> That's what, oh, if you could, right. If you could name it, what would you name Hurricane, it? Hurricane Bob sounds uh, very sophisticated. If To this eclipse? Yeah. Uh, eclipse irrelevant. <laughs> You did not care about it, I'm guessing. I, I came, I, everyone was so enthusiastic about 
this eclipse, it was all over every single media and Facebook and Twitter and news station about looking at the sun directly through a box of Cocoa Puffs. And there were, there was all the things that said uh, you got to get the special glasses to look at the eclipse. Yep. Which I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a flat earther here. I, I do believe in science that you need some good glasses to stare directly into the sun. Sure, yeah. I feel like a lot of these people were buying a dollar fifty pair of three D glasses that you would get at a drive in on Amazon. I know. <laughs> just, I wonder how many scam a, people were out there saying like, "Oh yeah, these are legit eclipse glasses." Yeah, it was just they were just uh, cardboard things you would get in the back of cereal boxes to look at the the, the map. Yeah, yeah, like some dude just sitting in a in a warehouse, just rotten with three D glasses and doesn't know how to get rid of them. Is like, holy shit. He this is my colored, chance. You just colored the man with a dry erase marker. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, everyone was very excited about the eclipse and I, I don't begrudge them that excitement. And I'm all, I also get that it's, it's a big thing in science. It's happening. It's part of astronomy. It's a good teaching point for kids. And this is how the, the things revolve around the other things. I'm pretty sure that's how they explain it in science books. Legit. Uh, I just didn't care even a little bit. <laughs> And it's something I typically I like looking at stars. I like I like science. I just didn't care about the eclipse even a little tiny bit. I stayed inside the whole eclipse day. I knew the eclipse was happening. I just stayed inside, just not just not caring. I'm with you. I lo- I usually love hearing about that shit. Like I there was that uh that satellite that just went by Jupiter, and got some great shots of Jupiter as if you've never seen it before. And I was I was into it. I I they were you see the big red spot in. Detail you've never seen before. I was like, this is That's Hurricane Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, Hurricane Jupiter. That thing's been going on for a while, that hurricane. Hundreds and hundreds of years. (laughs) If Jupiter had a weather channel... Oh, it would be... They wouldn't even acknowledge it. The weather channel is fun. Um, It's fun? I've never heard of that. Well, it's... I guess I haven't watched the weather channel in, in 20 years. When was the last time you watched the weather channel? Okay, so I was obsessed with the weather channel in high school because of snow days. I used to watch well, the Weather Channel like a son of a bitch in high school. I used to know storms that were like two weeks away, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> please make it eastward. Please make it toward Rhode Island. But you were doing Weather Channel, not the local news? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. It, better presentation, I guess. I don't know. The Plus, I hated Gary Lay. It's pretty good. You did hate Gary Lay. Gary Lay, it was a... Why don't you tell your Gary Lay story? Oh, God. So, so this Gary was a- Lay... Okay. I'll I'll set you up. You spike it down. Sweet. Gary Lay was a local newsman uh, for one of the th- four stations in Rhode Island. So Channel Rhode Island 10 is a, NBC. That's WJAR. Rhode Island is a is a state uh, that is twelve miles wide by thirty miles <laughs> uh, long. We have four different local news stations. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, and Gary Lay, for the longest time, I don't think he did he retire. I think so. Yeah. He was our local weatherman, and he was very buttoned up and straight-laced, and I don't understand how anyone could dislike Gary Lay, but you have this boiling rage against him. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Uh, Hurricane Bill, coming at Gary Lay. There we go. <laughs> so, um, it was fifth grade, I believe. Fourth or fifth grade. <laughs> okay. I had a weird childhood. Anyway. It's a, it's a, it's a deep wound. It's a, this is a, it's a yeah, me and Gary Lay got into a fist fight. Um, no. So Gary Lay was coming to our school, and 
the teacher basically said, you have to think of a question to ask Gary Lay. And I wanted mm-hmm. no part of this. Of course. <laughs> um, so I thought of the most basic question I could think of, which was just, how long have you worked for the station? Yep. Very easy question. Sure. Well, because most questions are going to be like the kid questions. Have you ever seen a lightning strike? <laughs> yeah. Which cloud's the best cloud? <laughs> Ooh, cumulonimbus. Oh. Debatable. Um, That's the big fluffy one, right? I thought, no, cumulus I cumulus is the fluffy one. The... Yeah, cumulonimbus is a is a hybrid. This has been cloud talk with cloud talk, Chuck and Bill. <laughs> so anyway, um, so he is in the assembly hall, and uh-huh. it comes time for my question. This was in a gym, probably. probably yeah, a gym. Yeah, not an, not an assembly hall. Probably a gym. Yeah, sure. He's he's right at the lower. He's probably at the low block, right? Posting up, I made the basket, and you're <laughs> yeah. at the foul line. <laughs> yeah, the whole time we were asking questions, he was just posting up children. He was a sick man. Well, this is why you hate him. <laughs> he dunks, he screams, what? And then he answers the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, it finally got to me, and I said, hey, uh, hi, Mr. Lay, I'm Bill. Um, hi, I'm Bill. And, and I asked, how long have you worked for News Channel 12? I said 12 instead of 10. Mm. And he goes, he was, he was aghast at this. He was, well, well I, I, I work for, for, for Channel 10. I work for Channel 10. News Channel 10. WJRNBC 10. And they never answered my fucking question. <laughs> I'm 10 years next. old. What do I give a shit about brand loyalty? and? Sh- <laughs> it's not my concern when I'm 10. So let's... let's so from then I was just like, "What a prick!" He never answered my question. I'm gonna do it, and you tell me if I'm if I'm doing it uh, too too much. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna finish answering the last kid's question, then I'll go to you. Well, it's actually a cumulonimbus cloud, which is the the ones I like the most. Okay, next, uh, young gentleman in the in the front row in the in the in the Zelda T-shirt. What uh, what what question do you have? Oh, I love that shirt. Um. Hi, 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 Mr. Lay. My my name is Bill. I'm, I'm hi, Bill. I'm, I'm ten years old. Um, have, have, have you have you been able to beat the heat this summer? Uh, y- yeah. Make sure you wear that sunscreen. Okay, um, sir. How long have you been working for News Channel Twelve? <gasps> I am an employee of WJAR News Channel. Ten, you cretin! <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that My means. My weatherman's curse is upon you. <laughs> what does that mean? Also, it I still don't know never... what cretin means. <laughs> it just means you're never going to get a snow day. Oh, and then Sorry, all the buddy. kids just attacked me. <laughs> yeah, then you get beat up like you were in Full Metal Jacket, and you betrayed your unit. Wait, he can control the weather? <laughs> That's what weathermen do, right? <laughs> oh. Chuck, I feel like you've been thoroughly misinformed. They certainly have some power over snow days. Yeah, a little bit. Like, there has to be a point where the snow's coming, and it's... So, let's say the snow is going to start at 3 in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a big one. Mm -hmm. At some point in that, like, 11 o'clock broadcast, where they're like, I'm not so sure... Some guy's got to say, yeah, this is one that's going to be a school canceller. And then the schools do it preemptively. Yeah, it's... It's a, they do have some power in that regard. You're correct. 
Because I, like, I f- don't they have to go through like the mayor and shit to make all that happen too? Like, oh, I have, I have, not the I have, mayor, I have. but like city officials for each city and stuff like that. I think the, like the superintendent probably has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really have no idea how that works. And I've got no clue. I know I've been screwed by it every time. I feel like still, I still do. Do you? Well, you work from home now. I have to go into work in snow days. Oh really? Yeah. Why? It's because of the nature of my company. It's uh, everyone's. Everyone's always got to show up because I work for a healthcare system, and it's so if the nurses are showing up, the doctors are showing up, so is everyone else. Oh, that blows. It's kind of the way it is. Yeah, and I get it. And they they say you can you can take the day off if you want, but it's going to count against your days off thing. Right. There's never a company wide. Everyone stay home today. Even with like safety concerns and shit. Uh, I believe unless there's like a state of emergency, yeah. Wow. Unless they unless they specifically say everyone stay off the roads, it's got to be everyone's coming in. Jesus, that sucks. Yeah, it's not it's not the best, but my luckily my commute's only ten minutes and. Okay. It's kind of fun driving in the snow sometimes. When no one else is on the road. It is when no one else is on the road. <laughs> yeah. But like on that Friday where you go into work in the morning and it's fine, and then it snows on your way out. That's the that's, that's the a one. fucking disaster. I never, I never stay. I'm always like, I'm leaving early. I'm not doing this. I'm not getting. <laughs> I'm just going home. Oh, it's chaos. And they always it's look chaos. out a little too late to where it's bad, and you're just <laughs> yeah. surrounded by other people who, who have different, who who don't have four wheel drive or, or rear wheel drive. I think is the other good one. No front wheel. Oh, drive. front rear wheel drive. The bad one. Yeah, sorry. Yes, I always mix those two up. Um, well, you're going to have to have a blanket apology when all of our listeners get into car accidents because they listen to your rear-wheel drive advice. Say that five times fast. Rear-wheel drive advice. Very good. It was so fast rear I couldn't wheel. even tell. It was lightning speed. <laughs> I did all five of them in one rear second. Rear. Bill? Yes, Chuck. What bullshit do you have for us today? Besides everything we've just been talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, we're 19 minutes in. Actually, I have some other bullshit I can bring up. Yeah, let's go to Bill, Bill's Bullshit Corner. Bill's Bullshit Corner? No, it's got to be yeah. another B word. Bill's Bullshit Bubble? Ooh, perfect. Yeah, really I'm looking good. at Bill's, Bill's Bullshit Bubble. Chuck, I was uh, looking up some bullshit. Uh-huh. Bill's Bullshit Bubble. And I found the 100 funniest words in English. Oh, um, I don't think I'm going to like these. What, what are they? So... It's What's number 63? So there's not a ranking. It's just a list of 100 words. But it okay. also says the definitions of those words. Oh, no. So okay. I want to I give you a few of these words. Mm-hmm. And you tell me if I... Um, and you'll get the, the theme of them. They're, they're, they're just silly words. Okay. I like silly words. And you tell me what you... Th- as an English major, you tell me what you think they mean. Okay. I, sw- I, I, I did switch majors, so I'm only, a, I'm only a half English major. Oh, okay. So you're a medj. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm an English match. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot is a music festival. I know that much. That's not the definition But I case. don't think it's the original <laughs> definition. Nope. I have no idea what that word means, but it, it is, is a good it, word. It is an object. A bumbershoot is an object? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, a... A bumbershoot... Is the little mini rack that you put your pool cue on top of if you can't reach quite far <laughs> enough? That's pretty good. I think it's what a bumper shoot is. It is an umbrella. No, I'm pretty sure it's a pool cue thing. <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's what it says here. Umbrella. A bumbershoot is an umbrella? Yeah, apparently. All right. What's the next one? Um, Here's one I don't know how to say. I have to uh, look it up again and have Google tell me how to say it. Hang on one Never sec. Does yep, let's hang on. Okay. Calipigian. What? Calipigian. Calipigian. Can you spell it? C-A-L-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Calipigian. You don't have to spell the word. It's just... Can you use it in a sentence? Oh, no. <laughs> um, that lady is very Calipigian. Oh, um, I'm going to say hoity-toity. A little fancy. <laughs> no. She's got a big dress on and, and some nice heels and a necklace. And like a, 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 a one of those hats. It's a good guess. No, it means That's having half a hat. It means and having well-shaped buttocks. Oh, Calipigian. There's there's a word for that. I never knew that there was a word for that. All right. Okay, Calipigian. Uh, we'll do That's, like two more, and then we'll, well, let's do a few more. No, I like this game. Move on with our okay. Um, let's go. Let's 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 do it until I get one. <laughs> Okay, um, I mean, there's there's a couple of easy ones, but I won't do those ones yet. Um, fard. <laughs> that word That's makes F-A- me laugh. F a r d. Yes, fard. Like I just farted. Sort of. <laughs> that's not what, that's not what it means. It's not a word. Fard. F a r d. Fard is not a word. Oh, is an i in there? F a r i d. No, f a r d. That's not a word. Yeah. All right, what I got, uh, fard is, fard is, <laughs> fard is a type of soil. <laughs> okay. It's like a dirt that isn't quite mud, and it's full of, it's, it's, it's good for potting plants and stuff. You know, when you get the potting soil, and it's got the little white thingies in the soil? You know what I'm talking about? I, I do, actually. Those little white thingies? Those are little fards. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I think that's what a fart is. Is it that is, what a fart is, Bill? Sure, it, you're so close. It is face paint or makeup. Well, I mean, what else is soil but face paint for the ground? It's just, you'd make a good lawyer. <laughs> Give me, let's keep going. All right. Um, Goomba. That's oh, the, the villains in Mario. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, besides that. Uh, well, that's what it is. There's no besides that. That's what a Goomba is. That's what we. If I know said, it is. "Hey," if I said, "Hey, look at that Goomba," and it was a weird little toadstool thingy with two legs and big eyes on one side of its head, <laughs> you would say, "Oh, that's a Goomba." Oh. That's what a Goomba is. So this word originated in 1800, actually. Yeah, that's right about when Mario came out. <laughs> yeah, the first Nintendo was played on a. Uh, <laughs> Bricks? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was bricks and vines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drew a chalk and made them jump around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jump around. Jump around. Up, up, and, and get down? Yeah, jump around. <laughs> so, Goomba, what do you think? Stop stalling. I'm not stalling. I told you what it is. It's a, it's a little toadstooly thingy in Mario. It is not that. It is If it's from the eighteen hundreds, then it is a blacksmith's hammer sharpener. <laughs> there we go. Uh no, it, 
It is an associate or accomplice, especially a senior member of a criminal gang. So it's basically like an That's old... what a Goomba that's what a Goomba is! It's an old gang member. No, a Goomba is quite literally part of Koopa's gang. Goombas are actually Goombas. Sort of, yeah. Say the definition again. What's the actual definition? An associate or accomplice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially a senior member of a criminal gang. Well, I guess they're not senior members. I don't know how old they are. I No, but I guess if we were going to break down the, 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 the pyramid of Koopa's gang of lackeys. Mm-hmm. Koopa's at the top. Then, like, right under him are probably those blocks that come from the ceiling with the angry faces. <laughs> oh, the thwomps. Under, yes. Or the, the thwomps. thwomps. Yeah, under them are the turtles. Okay, right? okay. And under them are the, the goombas are the low bottom of the right. bottom of the barrel, yeah. right? So they're not... They don't even members. have arms. They don't even have arms. It's, uh, it's tough being a goomba, I bet. Yeah. Not having but arms are, would suck. They are associates. So maybe that's where the, the goomba came from. They're well on their way, yeah. It's weird that Japan decided to call it that. I feel, I feel like Japan didn't call it that. I feel like it got translated. <laughs> oh, it could be. Yeah, I never looked that up. Yeah. All right, here's one you that you might know because oh, of your because of your back, well, knew, background. Well, I knew the last one, so I'm sure I'll know this one too. Oh, sure. Hemi demi semi quaver. Uh, that was the third line of the. Foolish's official uh, song with terrible lyrics, uh, Planted by the Light. <laughs> Bill, obviously. Okay, so you actually. It's a hammer, damn it, Sammy Quaver, Mozart, go, Hemi, demi, semi Quaver. You've never heard that? No, Bill, I've never heard Hemi, demi, semi Quaver. It has something to do with something oh, that is you it do. What, that's what Dennis Leary says in the Ford F 150 commercials. <laughs> Where? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a Hemi. It's got oh. a Hemi Demi Semi Quaver, okay? I did not get that at first. <laughs> it is Hemi, a Demi Semi Quaver. It is a note with the time value of half of a Demi Semi Quaver or a 64th oh, note. Because the Hemi. A 64th note is a Hemi Semi Demi Quaver? A Hemi Demi Semi Quaver. Not a, a Hemi, Hemi Semi Demi Quaver, a Hemi Demi Semi Quaver. A Hemi Demi More Ashton Kutcher? Sure. That's them on an engine. Yeah, no, I'd never heard that one before. All right, well, let's give me one more, and then we'll retire this. <laughs> forever? Um, Not forever, but at least for this, for the today's segment, because I didn't get any of those. All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you one you can get. Do you want me to give you one you can get, or still no, a challenge? No, no, I want to yeah, challenge. Okay. Skullduggery. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's, 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 uh, Skullduggery is, uh, 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 the funny thing is I do know this, now I can't articulate it. Skullduggery is like nefarious behavior, like criminal activity or kind of uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans is another word for skullduggery. Any uh, like funny sp- business. specific funny actions business. that come to mind? Uh, I, uh, manipulating um, votes. Okay. In like an election would be skullduggery. I'm going to give it to you. Like they like there's a uh, if if like Roger Goodell in the NFL uh, <laughs> committed skullduggery when they framed Tom Brady for the uh, Deflategate nonsense. There we go. It is underhanded or unscrupulous behavior, trickery. It's pretty pretty close. Yeah, you got it. I'd give it to you. Pretty close. Ding All ding. Right, there we go. I am the champion. 
And this has been Bill's word bullshit bubble of bonanza. Bonanza, yeah. (laughs) Hit the theme that we don't have. Oh, I got to write a new theme, huh? Yep, get to it. Because I'm sure we'll be using this all the time. (laughs) Hey, Bill. Yes, Chuck. Speaking of speaking of new themes. Ooh. Drop that track. Now's the part of the show where Bill and Chuck will tell you their three Could be places or people with mutant faces. Three fine things. They're not great, but they are not things that we hate. They're three fine things. And no more, there won't be six or five or four, just three Hey, if you like Game of Thrones and all them kings, here's some other stuff. It's three fine things. Oh! What a theme. Pretty good theme song, Bill. Good job singing on that one. Thank you. I appreciate it. We are really, really jumping up in levels of our... We're the, so the professional now. The, 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 the product we're delivering to our listeners is really unparalleled. We have two, mm, yes. two long theme songs. There's two of them, and they're both too long. The longer, the better, yeah. Hey, that's, that's what you want a theme song to be, nice and long. Nice and long, yeah. Really stretch them out. Our actual content, we're going to have like two minutes of actual content. The rest is going and to just, be theme songs. <laughs> just theme songs. <laughs> I'd kind of be okay with that. Yeah. Who's, uh, <laughs> who's, who's starting this Three Fine Things segment? Oh, Three Fine Things. Um, Doesn't matter. Let's do the coin flip. Oh, I don't have a coin. I think I do, actually. I don't have a coin anywhere. I'm out of coins. You're out of coins? Uh, well, yeah. I've been going to Coinstar with my Coinstar jug. I don't believe you, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, my coins are downstairs, too. How about this? You just start. But right, uh, fr- for those who have never heard of Three Fine Things, do you want to describe it a little bit about us improving the world? Well, I feel like the whole description was there in the theme song. You're the one that wrote the lyrics to the theme song. Why don't you describe what? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you came up with this. The world was a bad place. Still is. Still is. Still still, still (laughs) terrible. But this is to remind you that not everything is terrible, despite our (laughs) severe negativity. Uh, Some things are good. Some things are fine. Even just fine. Some we we typically go two ways on three fine things. So the idea of three fine things was that. with the, the with the uh, to use a word from last year, the deplorable state of our nation uh, <laughs> is is horrible and horrendous and makes everyone sad. If we can just point out some things that are just just things are still fine in a couple of areas. Yeah. So the bar for three fine things is just that they're just fine. Now they can be great things, but they're at least fine. Right. I typically go with better than fine. Well, I think that, that evens it out, too, because not everyone's going to agree with you. So yeah. some people might find them just fine. Yeah, that's right. So I guess I'll start off with my first fine thing. Okay. And right right off the bat, I'm going to say it is a thing I've discovered since the beginning of this bit. I've discovered it this year. Okay. And um, I don't have much of an intro other... Okay, uh... Here's how I'll talk about this. I cook. <laughs> okay. I like when an explanation I'm, starts with a really odd declaration. I'm not necessarily good at cooking. I think I can be pretty good. You do like talk about it a lot, so you, you kind of talk to yourself up. 
I couldn't open up a restaurant, but I, I do, if I'm going to throw a dinner party, I think everyone's going to really like the food. And all I want when I throw, like, a dinner party is for when I leave the room to go to the bathroom, I just want, like, one friend to lean over to another friend and say, Wow, you really made it. That was really good. I didn't think it was really good. You see how good that was? Yeah. Was really, like, you did a really good job. But that's just all I want from everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want that from every meal. Like when I make, because I, I typically make dinners uh, for me and my lady. I just want, when I get up through the dishes, I just want her to think, wow, Chuck really did a good job. Really, that was no joking around. That was good food. Those are the best compliments, too, because they're not to your <laughs> face. And But the problem is you can't hear them. But I'm okay with that. I don't want to hear him. I just want my friends. I just want, I want to be on that level of cooking. And I, I, I'm there for some things, not there for all things. Um, there are a couple dishes I have. I got like maybe ten dishes in my pocket that I could do. That like, if I'm doing a thing, a dinner party, mm-hmm. at, at least maybe not everybody, but a few people are gonna say, "Well, that was, that was really good. I didn't know Chuck could do that. That was really good." <laughs> Is the food still in your mouth while they're saying that? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. They're still like, <laughs> okay. So I, I'm what is your fine thing? I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Because, well, Bill, I'm not good at many things. There's not a lot of things I'm good at, obviously. Okay. Like, e- even the things that I've been trying to do well my whole life, I'm not particularly good at. Cooking is one of the things I'm actually kind of a little bit good at. There is a guy, here's my fine thing, there is a guy on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Whose name is Chef John? Okay. Uh, he is a he is he is an actual chef person, and he stopped being a chef person when he started making YouTube videos, and they caught on. And he had a website called FoodWishes.com, and that transferred to just him doing uh, YouTube cooking videos. Oh, okay. And you just look up Food Wishes on YouTube, and all it is is they're they're almost POV videos. He's never on camera. It's just like his hands, and then him making stuff cool yeah and it's he is not only has become my favorite cooking resource he is my favorite youtube video person really okay he does he does two two or three videos a week he's been doing it for 10 years he has thousands like literally 1200 videos and they're full recipes and he just tells you how to make these things Hmm. now that that on its own is pretty good right right yeah doing especially from the pov angle because you always see it from the the wrong angle essentially and he never does that stuff where it's like when you watch like Emerald. The finished and he, stuff. He, he, well, he does do, he uses editing, but you watch Emerald or someone and they're in front of a counter and they just have all this stuff. Oh, right, right. And it's like, I got the chicken and I put all my, it's like, how did you, no. Oh, you wait, just need to about? pre-fill six bowls and pour it in? Okay, great. Yeah, that really teaches me. He, t- he, he, he He's very focused on teaching and either very good short videos, but the best part of Chef John is that he has no, um formal video or speaking training oh okay so the way he delivers stuff he just shoots a thing he edits it together and then he does a uh uh then he does a voiceover once the video is edited together ah and his speaking intonation is insanely wonderful like like in a so bad it's good kind of way it's not it's not bad is the thing it's just very strange it's it's you'll know it as soon as you hear it Okay, I'll have to do ju- it. He just, he, just sever- he just says everything in a very sing-songy voice. Really? What? And when he's talking, he says, well, now you just add this to the pot, and it's a lot of fun. It's, 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 is he, it's is he been- English? No, I was, just, I was just souping it up a little bit. 
his intonation. But is he foreign or is he American? No, he's he, he's American. He lives in San Francisco. Oh, okay. And just the way he talks is bananas. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, and he has lots of terrible, terrible jokes and puns that are just endearing and wonderful. Huh. I've and never heard of this him. Fi- you watch this five-minute video. He has like a million and a half YouTube subscribers, and he's just a guy. And he talks like a crazy person. <laughs> and he teaches you these awesome recipes. <laughs> Okay. And they're oh, they're they're really really good recipes, and they're excellent. Like I, my cooking skill for, for whatever it is, uh, even though I still think it's pretty low, has improved by a factor of thirty in the past seven months just by watching his videos and stuff. Huh. Okay. So it's it's the YouTube channel is Food Wishes. His name is Chef John, and he's a very nice, he's a, just a very nice man who's making these food videos. And they're just one. They're just wonderful, and I, I can't say enough uh, good things about him. Sweet, I'll have to check him out. I, I, food wishes. Um, <laughs> food wishes. Because what he does is he gets people's comments, and they say, "Hey, how do you make this thing?" Then he'll he'll make that. And because he has ten years of videos, there's almost no food you can't search in his channel. Right. And there's a recipe for it. Like he's done so many of them. Sweet. And they're all good. It's it's really sensational. Cool. Sweet, I'll have to use that. Foodwishes.com. <laughs> That's what I've never heard this guy, but now I want to just... just oh, yeah. That's the best selling point you've given me so far, is just this weird voice. That's the... It's. I showed it to my friend Matt, who lives in Denver now because he betrayed everyone on the East Coast to move out there. Traitor. And Matt loves cooking, and I tried to show him this, and Matt, being a cynical asshole that he is, couldn't get past the insane voice. <laughs> But I, I really do recommend it to anyone and everyone who wants to cook anything ever. Uh, looking up Chef John at Food Wishes. That's my first fine thing. Sweet. All right. My first fine thing is, um, Chuck, have you ever had kind of like an itchy nose? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had an itchy nose? I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't expound on that more. <laughs> How dare you? Very simply, yes. How, how dare I ask a yes or no question? You just say yes to it. Um, Chuck, have you ever had an itchy nose to the point where you had to um, inhale and exhale loudly to expel air and and stuff? Like I've had a stuffy nose. No, like 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 a I, like a I, sneezing. Yeah, I've sneezed before. I've never exhaled with the purpose to itch my nose. <laughs> is that what you're asking me? No. Um, okay. No, my first thing is simply, um, you ever, so, so sneezing is not really that fun. Okay. But what's less fun is having to sneeze and not being able to. I see what you're saying. Yes. So that moment when you look up to your light and... Which, which I don't even know if that's true or not. Like, I don't know if that helps or if it's just a myth. Mm-hmm. Like, looking at the sun or looking at the light. But that moment when you know you're finally going to well, be able you, to sneeze. Well, do you use the special look at the light glasses that come in the <laughs> yeah, back of Yeah, I, I, I bought, like, three pairs of those glasses. Good. Um, but, yeah, just that moment when you know you're going to sneeze after trying for so long. That's my first fine thing. Oh, just the end that it's coming. The relief. The relief of, like, taking that breath and be like, oh, thank God it's finally here. Well, because what I get are the the, the inhales mm-hmm. before the sneeze. The <gasps> yeah, those those suck. <gasps> and you're just like, okay, the sneeze is gonna happen on one of these, and then, and then it doesn't. Especially sometimes. when you're talking to somebody, like yeah, 
<laughs> Where's the sneeze? And it doesn't. Yeah, you just look like a crazy person. Uh, I certainly. I I'm gonna take a point of disagreement with you here. Oh, okay. I think if if you're alone in the privacy of your own home and no one can hear you, mm-hmm. a big loud sneeze can be very satisfying. Oh, sure. Like a big like. Yeah, when you don't have to hold <laughs> that's, back. That's, yeah, that's a that's a good. Can you do that thing. one more time? <laughs> so you shake your face around while you do it. Well, faking faking a sneeze is hard. It is hard. Quick, do a fake sneeze. Ah, chew. And no one, no, no, no one, one says chew. No one says chew. No one says a chew. That was clearly fake. <laughs> do a real. That was a cough. Do a real fake sneeze. <laughs> I'm trying. It's like a. <laughs> that's a cough. I don't, I don't think that was okay. You do a fake sneeze, asshole. It's like a. <laughs> it's more of like a. <laughs> that was just a dog. Oh, Bill, Bill, I want to, I want to pause right here, really quick. Uh huh. I just want us to take note of the dumbest thing we've ever done. That's this. <laughs> let's let's put it in the archives. Okay. <laughs> The name of this episode could be called, at the 44-minute mark, Chuck and Bill do the dumbest thing they've ever done. It's a very long title. <laughs> Give me, you get one more chance at a fake sneeze or you're not making the team. Okay. That was not my attempt. Um. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's weak, weak, still not great. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to be cut, I think, is what's going to happen. You're not going to make the roster. That was pretty good. That was, that was better. That was better. All right. We're going for it. All right. It's hard to do a fake sneeze while not it's, saying a chew. Yeah, but, well, that's the, that's the, the, the mysticism and the, and the wondrousness of sneezing. Like, some sounds in the world have bad uh, words to represent them, like a dog's bark is bow-wow. Like, that's du- right. like that's dumb as fuck. Bow-wow sounds nothing mm-hmm. like what a dog does. Yeah. A chew is pretty spot on. Yeah, a little bit. It's 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 not exact though. It's not a hundred percent. Like there, I like I know chew. Not everyone goes chew, but the, the but chew, like, though. But like, what would you what would you put there? Maybe a, an a h instead of a c h o o. Maybe an a c h a h. Ah, like acha. <laughs> then you're just uh, one of those old comedians. <laughs> acha cha. <laughs> holding the teeth and the the cigars. Like oh, Groucho God. Marx kind of <laughs> comedians? Sure. Everyone's going to yeah. get that reference. It's going to go over big. <laughs> I bet they are. All right. Anyway, what's your second so fine thing? Just Well, just to, to put a nice little bow on this. So your first fine thing is the, the, the wonderful appreciation of knowing the relief from the sneeze is about to happen. Yeah, when you're trying to sneeze and like only in scenarios where you're trying to sneeze but can't, that one mm-hmm. breath where you finally know it's going to happen. Like when it's unlocked. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm done with that. My okay, so my second fine thing also has a little bit of a ramp up to it. Um, about two months ago, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show or talked about it to you separately. Um, you know, I play lots of video games. Obviously, I think we've talked about it a lot. And my fiance Alex does not. Okay. Uh, the last video game she played was Pong Mario. <laughs> oh wow, it wasn't that far. And off. even then, she didn't own the system. It was like a friend had the system. Right. And then she just grew up until adulthood. She's in her mid-30s now without ever touching a video game console. Then she makes the terrible decision to date me. <laughs> and I, you we said it. together. 
<laughs> we move in together. And I have a PlayStation uh, 4 and an Xbox One. And uh, she's like, oh, I kind of want to get into what you're interested in. And I want to learn about these kind of things. And she always was like, hey, I want to play. And I was like, you're going to be bad. Uh, but I was playing a game maybe three months ago uh, that didn't make our top ten list, but probably should have called The Last of Us. Yep. I thought you were going to choose it. Yeah, no, it was, it's, a, it's a great game. It's a very difficult game. But the first 10 minutes of that game, you're just playing through a movie, kind of. Right. It's just like uh, you're doing a first-person perspective, running through the apocalypse. And there's nothing you, as a ca- player, need to do other than run forward, basically. Right, to progress the story. Yeah, just, just to get through the first uh, 10 minutes. Um, and I said, oh, I'll let Alex play this game, because that first sequence is amazing. Right. Um, it's, it's, it looks awesome. It's, it establishes a really good story. I think that's the best story in a video game I've played. And I just, oh, if Alex is going to appreciate a video game, let's, let's do this. Makes sense. Again, as a player, all you have to do is run forward. Right. That's it. You may take a left or a right now and then, but that's it. It's just the run. It's just forward. It's just movement. No attacking, no jumping. And through a very defined space. Right. It's like there's a cutscene, they get out of the car, out of the cutscene, then just run forward. Yep. No open world. Watching Alex play that section of the game <laughs> was, and I've thought about this, because this is ramping up to my fine thing, and I, I still think this is true. To that point, it was the worst I've ever seen anyone do anything. <laughs> Wow. I've never seen someone who was trying to specifically accomplish a goal, and for her, the goal was to get through the sequence, do it as poorly as she did. I've never seen anyone attempt something and fail so spectacularly. She died. The character died in the sequence. I didn't think there was possible. that. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to just be get through the cutscene by going forward, but you turns out you can die there, and she did a n- number of times. It was a disaster. Because the, she just couldn't move, right? The mechanic, because it seems so second nature that you move your uh, character with the left joystick and you operate the camera with the right. Right. So she would just go forward on both of them. And if you push forward on the right joystick, it just looks straight at the ground. Yeah, exactly. And then I would say, no, you got to look up. And so then she would just, there was no coordination between the two. <laughs> so the camera is always looking way to the up, like directly up. <laughs> <laughs> the character was just running into a wall at something. <laughs> it was just a disaster. And, like, I understand. I, I guess I didn't realize it, that it is a really kind of weird uh, mechanic that you need some kind of coordination to do. Yeah, if you've never played a video game with two joysticks, like, I can imagine you handing her that controller and her just being like, what the hell is this? Yeah, well, there's 19 buttons, I think, on the PlayStation controller. Yeah, it's insane. I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think that's an exaggeration. I think there's 19. No, it's uh, four shoulder, four face buttons, then there's two sticks, there's the middle button. So it's, yeah, then there's the it's start in, button, the options it's button. It's in the high teens. It's a lot. There's yeah, a lot of fucking buttons. There's it's, a lot of buttons. It's basically a full keyboard. Sure. I brought that up to say this. Uh... I really believe that I've never seen anyone do anything worse than her do that until four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, I started yoga. (laughs) Okay. I am way worse at yoga than she was at The Last of Us. (laughs) Okay. It's not not even close how bad I am at yoga. (laughs) 
my my silence is like, where's the fine <laughs> thing in this? <laughs> like the fine the fine thing is, although I am terrible at yeah, I've been doing yoga for uh, six weeks now, something like that. I think it'll it'll be oh. six weeks tomorrow. Nice. Um, I am terrible at yoga. What's the hardest Much pose you can than, do? Oh, they're all impossible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't even do downward dog. No, I can. I'm getting better at them. Okay. Uh, I specifically my first session was the was the worst thing I've ever seen anyone do. Was it in public or was it? It was in a yoga studio. Oh it wasn't no! In public. It was in a room. There was maybe there was the teacher and seven or eight other people, and there's always like five or six other people in there. Uh, I've gotten better. I'm no longer the the worst. At, I'm, I'm no longer the worst person attempting to do anything in the world when I do yoga. <laughs> now I'm just regular bad at it. Sure. Um, my fine thing is that I, it's great. Okay. It's, I rec- I, it's, this is turning into the Chuck's Recommendation Podcast. <laughs> I'll be over <laughs> just, here when yoga, you need me. Yoga's just awesome. Yoga's my, my fine thing. Yoga's a lot of fun. It's uh, really hard, but it's, uh, it's rewarding, and you feel really good when you're done with it. I was going to say, why do you like it so much? Well, it stretches you out pretty good, right? And I, I, I am noticing little incremental you, improvements. You can touch I, your toes my, again. My legs are still very bent when I do, but I can, and they're <laughs> getting less and less bent every week. Nice. And it's just I do feel a little bit better, and uh, it's 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 lots of it's, it's it's a good it's a good thing. Yoga, I highly recommend. Cool. Yeah, I've done it a little bit. Um, I should start doing it again, but. Yeah. It's hard going there. Oh, it's there, there are... oh, I've never done it in public. I can never do it at like a, a, a class or something, especially because of uh, certain bodily functions that want to happen while you're doing <laughs> yoga. I never. <laughs> sure. But uh, I, I would say to anyone experiencing that same kind of anxiety about it, which I do feel, if you find a good, like, they have beginner classes, and that's what I go to, and everyone's bad at it in there. And it's very non-judgy. It's like a really cool experience kind of deal. I recommend it highly. Okay. Cool. That's all. That, that was my second fine thing is yoga. Yoga. Okay. My second thing is um, not necessarily a YouTube video, but mostly they are on YouTube. I didn't mean to steal your YouTube thunder. but um, It's okay. There are things that... I watch to relax. I'm guessing those cooking videos kind of relax you in a weird way too when you watch them. Oh, it's great. It's, I, I'm so looking forward to sending you a million Chef John links, but keep going. <laughs> um, so obviously, you know, one of them's Bob Ross for me. Um, but another one is if I just want a quick short fix and I have a couple minutes is watching the How It's Made videos, uh, which is just videos of things being made in factories. Usually they're like um, usually they're like six minute clips. Um, I think the, I think the show itself is on PBS. I, th- I believe it used to be on Discovery. It was like an hour long show, right? So tell me about these clips. So it's usually just uh, like they're usually like four to six minutes, and hmm. it will just go over quick step by step. And the real marvel of it is just the machines that they have to do these. Weird, unique tasks that would never be needed for any other object or any other thing. Um, like they show how colored pencils are made. and Like, like it's all Ooh. basic objects, like marbles, colored pencils, um, uh, 
condoms was one. Um, sure. They'll show, like, uh, peanut butter, like, a lot of foods, like lollipops and stuff. Like, in, like, in like big manufacturing lines. Yes, exactly. That's That's the highlight of it. Watching, like, they just go from, like, machine to machine, and just the main star of it is just the clips that are for, like, 10 seconds on each machine, and you're just watching things go through really fast, and then sometimes mm-hmm. they'll slow it down and show, like how this machine, like, twists this wrapper in, like, two hundredths of a second that you can't even see until they slow it down 300 times and show you that this machine is precisely grabbing this thing, twisting it, and sending it through in, like, hundredths of a second. For some reason, that whole process is very uh, relaxing to watch for me. So you're talking about a machine that is very specifically, uh, there's a belt that goes through the middle of it, and it's made of steel, and there are two arms on either end of the belt. Yep. And all they do is grab the little uh, Tootsie Roll, and pinch it, and spin it, and then <laughs> yeah. it's packaged, and that's it. Yep. And they do a million at a time. Yep, that's its purpose. And, and someone had to invent that. That's the thing. It just came from some guy invented the Tootsie Roll and said, we need a way to package a million of these right. in a minute. Right. And some other guy was like, well, I know how to make robots, so I'll make you a robot that packages Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> Meanwhile, Flo was on the side like, I can wrap 60 of these in a minute, guys. Come on. And then they threw Flo into the process. <laughs> and then her bones make up the Tootsie Roll gel, which is why they're so goddamn Oh, delicious. I never knew that. Yeah, they're made of Flo. <laughs> <laughs> you would like... I used to work in the packaging industry a little bit. Really? Okay. I used to work for, I used to work for a company that made uh, label printers. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I did know that. The, the company I used to work for made industrial-style label printers that would print out thousands and thousands of labels that would go on bottles and stuff. And so I would go to these conventions. These at, at, They would set them up in, like, uh, convention centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were, they were, they were, the big one was called Pack Expo, and it was all about the packaging industry. And they would just have set up inside the halls the big lines of stuff. Oh. And it was just people selling their robots to people who's like, I've got a thing that needs to get packaged. And like, well, I make robots that package stuff. Right. I, f- I feel like you'd have a lot of fun at one of those. Yeah, I would. I probably would. We should go to one of those. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're where where are they? they? They're all over the place. Uh, but the, the big ones, the, the, we're not, the big ones are in New York, Vegas, and Chicago oh. in alternating years. Oh, okay. But they're around maybe for your next birthday i'll get you a trip to pack expo and we can go look at robots that's <laughs> the nerdiest thing ever <laughs> no it's fucking awesome it's really cool stuff yeah i used to work at a safety glasses factory before I, mm-hmm. all the software stuff uh like while i was in college i worked an overnight shift there and yeah that sometimes i would sort of slack off at work and just watch the machines like put the lenses on the arms and rivet the arms in yeah, that's uh, that was fun. That's, that was also the place where I had the scariest moment of my entire life. But anyway, is that a story for now or a story for later? Um, it would take like five minutes to tell it. Oh, so we have plenty of time then. What happened to the scariest moment of your life? Um, so was there a ghost? No, no, it was legitimately scary. Um, so there was this, there was a station. Bill, yes, Bill, Chuck, Bill, Chuck. Ghosts, ghosts are terrifying. Sure, ghosts are legitimately scary. Insane clown posse should, believe in them, yeah. Well, and, and magnets. <laughs> Those work. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and long neck giraffes. Uh, yeah, and, and dirt. Just, just, just the long neck giraffes. <laughs> 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 this 
Sorry. That's okay. Tell me about tell me about your terrifying experience in the safety glass factory. Okay, so I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but um, I don't think I've never heard this. This this was legitimately the scariest moment of my life. It's number one with a bullet. Um, so I Did I was working. Chop? How about I tell you the fucking story, Chuck? <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> so, so I was working this um, this assembly line, um, mm-hmm. and the one station that I was at, it was uh, so when the lenses are finished, they're put on these like metal racks, and the metal racks were going on this belt, and the station I was working at was this like hollow square that the rack would rest on, and there were these hydraulics that would lift the square up and down into a pool of water in order to clean the lenses before they get like coated and stuff. And these were just, like, the individual lenses before they're on the frames? Yes, exactly. The individual lenses okay. were made. They need to be, like, coated before they're put on frames to be, like, resistant mm-hmm. to rocks and stuff. Yep. And so there's, like, 40 of them on this metal rack. And the metal rack, like, rises and lowers with this hydraulic lift Okay. into a pool of water. Yeah. So the station I was working at, uh, one of the lenses fell off into the pool of water. And for some reason, my brain was just completely empty. And I was like, oh, I'll just reach in and and grab it out. So I... I, You almost died. I reach into the pool of water um, with my right hand and grab the lens, try to pull my arm out of the water, realize I can't. Um, The hydraulic square that raises and lowers into that pool is now lowering onto my wrist. Oh, you almost died. And it's starting to hurt. And so I immediately just start pulling my arm harder and harder. Um, That's not working. I then try to use my left hand to lift the hydraulic lift. Um, That is also not working because it's hydraulics. I'm not going to win that battle. Um, And my arm is hurting more and more. And then after I tried those two things, I felt like this sense of hopelessness, like, Oh God, I'm going to You're gonna lose I'm going to lose my right arm in the stupidest way possible. Or the, yes, you. I, I, before we we know you have both arms. Yes, you hear about this kind of thing all the time. Oh yeah, and you never think it's going to happen to you. And it's it's always the same story. Like so, when I worked at the the the, the label printer thing, we had a manufacturing line, and you just and other than that, you hear about these horrific maimings. Yeah, that happen to regular Joes who are on manufacturing lines. Because they're working with these big giant robots, and they just lose their arm or leg or get trapped in a machine and get killed yep. because they just weren't thinking. They're like, oh, let me grab the thing. And they're stuck, and they get smushed into a billion pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're powerful. So that was you. I, that was me. I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my arm in the stupidest way possible. Um, I, di- I did just take a picture of my reaction to your telling this story. That's going to be the photo for this episode. <laughs> no, that's a real I've never thing. told you that's this story before? No. Okay. It's terrifying. So, so... In that, like, was there a, sorry, uh, some, go, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, you asked a question. Like in my brain, I'm thinking there must be some kind of kill switch or some kind of thing that somebody like I'm waiting to hear. Exactly. Yes, so the next part was in my despair, I look over to my right and I see the emergency stop button. And but the problem is my right hand is the one that's caught, so I can't reach it with my left hand to to stop it. So I start Dear flailing Lord. my foot around. Until I finally kicked the emergency stop button. You kicked the button. I kicked the button, which successfully stopped the machine. Um, 
the other problem was I was by myself. So, oh, man. so now at this point, yay, I've stopped the machine, but now I am just, it just stopped the machine stuck. where it was. <laughs> just stuck. So my arm, my arm is like slowly losing feeling. It felt like the most pressure that could be put on my wrist without like snapping it. Oh God. You're like that guy in the, you're like the James Franco movie. Yeah. The guy the in the rock. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of, kind of. So I just start screaming, Hey, help guy. Hello. And then finally, like after two minutes. And I, I have, like, no feeling left in my arm. A guy comes through the door, and he's like, holy shit. He runs away. <laughs> and I'm like, what the f- How? Like, hey, where'd you go? He he got another guy, and they both had crowbars. And they, they crowbarred they... my arm out of the machine. Oh, my God. That is that is horrifying. F- that is fucking scary. Traumatic... No, because you were going to... So, at what... All right, so if I'm picturing this correctly, like, the way I'm picturing it is that... There is a solid bottom that's square and a square that's going into it, and your hand is between the two. Yes. Had they converged, what part of your arm would have been salvageable? <laughs> I don't know. Where were like, you losing your arm? Like below the elbow? Where it was catching me is like right above my wrist. So just your hand would have gotten smushed? My hand and my wrist would have been like smushed. So like right up, right about right in the forearm area. Is yes, where you exactly. Would have like had the it. middle of the forearm would have just been like broken, and who knows what would have happened. No, you would have lost your hand, probably, you absolutely, and maybe have died because if you're trapped in that thing and they can't get it open, you're gonna bleed out. Right. Yeah. Holy hell! What's the fine thing here again? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the how it's made video. <laughs> Definitely not what the story I just told. <laughs> No, we were talking about the machines, the how it's made. uh, I know. The fine thing is having two hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's actually, yeah. Let's change it to that. (laughs) No, let's go with the how it's made videos. That is horrifying. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. That's that's really bad. Um, Actually, and the most guilt I felt, like I I felt dumb, first of all, for having done it. Um, It was like the dumbest mistake I've ever made in my life. Mm -hmm. But then you feel really guilty when you see the... um, this many days without a work accident when you see that reset oh, to zero <laughs> and you know it's your fault. I was like, oh, oh no, I actually boy. reset the timer. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you made it out okay. That was a long time ago though, right? Yeah, I was like uh that was before I moved to Maryland, so it was like eight years ago maybe. I was I was wow. still in college. Okay. All right. So three <laughs> three fine things, we're only, baby. We're only two in. I get one more. And it my third fine thing kind of ties into that. Um, I went. I. I. I really. I, I was th- when it when this happened to me. I really thought in the moment that oh, this is a three fine thing. So I don't want it to sound like a braggy thing. Okay. You're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, I gave blood last week. Ah, nice. Because uh, I. I didn't. I. I I didn't have a whole bunch of extra cash lying around uh, at the time, and I saw a bunch of stuff that said, hey, you can give to Houston the hurricane in this kind of manner. And I saw that the, the Rhode Island Blood Center was doing a thing in Providence saying, hey, we got to send blood to Houston for the people that need blood. Sure. So come give blood so we can send it to Houston. So I said, I, can, I, can, I don't have any money to spare at the moment, but I can go do that because the blood center is a minute away from my work, and it's, hey, I'm going to get out of work the office for an hour, and I'm going to go give blood. So I did. Uh, and it was very cool. There was a lot of people there. 
um, and they were all pretty old. I was the youngest person in there, right. and everyone else was like above 50 or 60, and they were all just giving blood, and that was very nice. Um, but that's not my fine thing, even though that is a very nice thing. Uh, I, when I was in the, the room that they take you into before they do the, the, the actual blood taking, they take you and sit you down and ask you a bunch of questions. Sure. And they take a little, they take a little sample that you check your iron and they say, have you been to, uh, South America or England in the past six years, whatever, and that kind of stuff. Right. And I said, no, 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 good. And so the lady said, oh, great. And she, the lady who took my blood, she left and then, uh, I was kind of hanging out and then she came back in. She came back in with, uh, like, seven bags that my blood was going to go into. Oh, God. They do a whole bunch of things. Like, yeah, they take, like, three or four pints, and they're little, like, Capri Sun-sized right. bags. Right. And, like, a whole bunch of other little vials that were, like, the, you know, they hold about as much, they hold, like, the shot glass amount. And she also had a big printed-out paper with a bunch of barcodes on it. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then she put one of the barcodes on my little ticket thing. And she said, take this in, and they're going to have you read the barcode off. And then, she, uh, so she peeled one barcode off and put it on my little sticker. And then she peeled off eight other barcodes and put them each on a bag. She put a barcode on a bag, barcode on a bag, barcode on a little tube, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the purpose of that is to track the blood. Right, of course. So when I sit down with the nurse lady who's going to take all the blood, she says, what number are you? And I say, 1, 16, 11, 12. And she says, okay, good. I have the empty bags for 1, 16, 11, 12. And she takes all my blood, and those go, goes into a big basket. And that basket goes into a big truck, and that big truck goes to an airplane, airplane hangar. And the airplane goes to Houston, and the, and the blood goes there. And, and if I have a cold next week, I call them and say, hey, I have a cold. I'm getting sick. And they say, get the bag for 1, 16, 11, 12, and cancel that blood because it was sick. Oh. The, the level... Of sophistication and organization that has to happen right there just to track my dumb blood <laughs> that starts that starts at a little old lady she was like 65 and she's like a registered nurse somewhere and she's just volunteering her time at the blood center mm-hmm. somehow like us us as a species <laughs> haven't all made a big group decision to figure stuff out right and it's gone well very often like, as a country, we decided to put the most horrendous monster in the planet in charge of everything, which is bad. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, as a collective, we have decided to say, hey, it's pretty important to get these uh, important stuff from point A to point B in a smart way. Let's do that. I was just amazed at how, how oh, if uh, everyone's the worst and everyone's an idiot and everyone elected uh, Donald shitbag Trump, but we also... <laughs> We also figured out a way to put barcodes on bags of blood in Providence and get it to Houston in a day and a half. Yeah, and track it. Insane. It's bananas. It shouldn't. That, there's no way that like they're getting a billion bags of blood from North Dakota and Carolina and California and Oregon, but also my bag of blood with my <laughs> number on it is so is on a truck somewhere in, in Houston right now. Yeah, and how do they store it? Like, it's all like if you call tax. them. Yeah, but like so they know that. Bag is in this fridge. In yep, and that that fridge is marked, and the fridge's box is marked, and that box is marked, and that truck is marked, Jesus. and the truck is marked because the plane is marked. It's all it's all just just batch codes and lots and lot numbers and and ship shipping numbers, and they can say, well, this bag was in this box, and this box was in this cooler, and this cooler was in this plane, and this plane came out of this airport, and that's what it's, it's insane, but Ugh. it works. That reminds me, we're going to target. But hey, they they figured it out. And damn it, 
<laughs> Some, sometimes when we put our minds to something, we can figure stuff out. And this is one of the good things that we have figured out. There we go. Then that's my, that was, I, I remember as she was placing the barcodes on the bags, I was like, this is fucking impossible. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> Just like, that's a good, that's a good thing. Do you know what blood type you are? I have no idea what blood type I am. Oh, really? Huh. I, 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 I have no clue. Do you know what blood type you are? Yeah. I, I only know because it's like super rare. I'm AB negative. Uh, yeah. I'm, Which is apparently the most rare, rare blood type. But so it's like the opposite. So they, I have to start doing this again now that I'm back in Rhode Island. But mm-hmm. like O's can give blood to anybody. Right. Um. Yeah, I thought O was the most prized blood. Yes, it's the most prized blood because it could be given to anybody. Like, no, it's the most like, delicious. like there's a hierarchy. Like it goes... O positive, O negative, like A, B, A, B, and then that's it. And mm-hmm. so, like, O's can give to anybody. A's could give to, like, A's, B's, and A's. So, like, I can't, oh, I, I can't give blood to anybody except other A, B negatives. So, I can't, okay. I can't really give blood to anyone. Right. But the inverse is true for me when it comes to, like, platelets. Oh, shit. So, like, AB platelets can be given to anybody. So, oh, they, wow. so they're they always like the, calling me for, for that stuff. And that's a long one. So, like, giving regular blood takes, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, this is, like, an hour. The, hour. The platelets take a long time because they, like, recirculate the blood back into you. Yep. And they just, that's, like, a whole thing. Yeah, you're sitting at this machine that looks like it's, like, a tape machine, kind of, and it's just, like, yeah, spinning yeah, it's around. Yeah, like yeah, it's got the two. It's like a like an old video uh, projector in a movie. Yeah, theater. kind of. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know what? I tell you, you go and you feel so good about yourself. Yeah, and you get Oreos. You know, like, oh, they had they had. So I went to the center. It wasn't a drive where they have the truck. Mm. I went to the actual Rhode Island Blood Center. They had a they had a cookie oven. <laughs> okay. It was a big oven uh, that looks like a regular toaster oven, but it was triple the size. And the it, the oven was labeled Otis Spunkmeyer. And <laughs> That's they a just terrible got, name, by the way. They got trays. Well, Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. They got trays of the cookies and they put them in and they just took out the whole trays of it. Was like a, it was a cookie factory right in the in the waiting room oh, there. That's fantastic. And they had a big they had a big tall fridge, one of like the standing fridges you see in like convenience stores, just full of juices and. Yeah, it's like a it's like a snack you could feel good about. Like, yeah, after you get blood, <laughs> it's like the one snack where you don't feel like a douche afterward. It's great. I <laughs> recommend it highly. <laughs> I love it. But that's it. That's 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 the. I didn't I didn't have a lot on that. Just that. That's all. Okay. Ask him what your blood type is. I'm curious. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, next time I go, I'll have to ask. All right. Um. So my final fine thing is a pretty simple one. It is a car wash. So some people might dispute. Well, I have I've, I've a number of follow-up questions. Go ahead. Okay. So some people might dispute this, so which is why it's fine. Um, but I do not like car washes for the reason that you think I like car washes. I don't really care about it cleaning my car that much. Mm. A little bit, but not that much. Um, I care about it for the ambiance. So I like going into a car wash and that moment when you are just in your own little zone... And the the auto, you put your wheels on the thing and it drags your car in. That minute and a half where it's just putting soap on and the brushes and the water and there's brushes and you're in your own little world and you feel like I don't know for some reason I feel oddly safe in that moment and I wish 
that there was just a car wash that just lasted like 45 minutes. Like the noise and just the surroundings. I don't know. It's just really super relaxing to me. I'm doing a car wash impression. It's pretty good. Front of the- <laughs> if you could do the spinning ones where it rotates, I'd be very impressed. So that's so there are two types of I, I love car washes. Car wash is a great, great, great pick. I love every kind of car wash. I like doing it in the driveway with a bucket and a hose. Mm-hmm. I like going into the stalls where they have the big long hose on a hook. Yeah. Where you can spray it. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is, is really the the forgive the pun, the Cadillac of car washes. It, it is. It's the best. The drive through. Uh there are two primary brushes in the drive-thru car wash there is the the mop that hangs down like a curtain <laughs> that your car goes through that which makes a very weird sound they push up with the hood and it kind of shimmies to the left and the right and it just kind of scrubs your windshield and it's it's a whole bunch of str- uh, s- straight strips of right i don't know fabric spongy stuff <laughs> yeah that's one primary brush the other are two cylinders of uh, just bristles, they're like they're just bristles. They're giant bristles, bristle circles, and all they do is the sides, and they get your the, the your fenders and your your side windows and the mirrors. And while they're touching your car, it sounds like a jet engine. <laughs> yeah, which if if you had to if you had to name an official car wash brush of foolish the podcast, are you going with the drapes? Or are you going with the side spinners? I'm going with the side spinners because they make a, a sound that, for some reason, I find completely relaxing. I like being. But I, f- I like I like the ones that have three of them that have the side ones and the top one. Right on the top, you, but you don't like the. I I like the curtains because they kind of. Oh, go, I like whoosh, it. Whoosh, so so whoosh, the curtain whoosh, the curtains kind of like a cool whoosh. down for me. <laughs> like like the bristles, I'm, I'm in like heaven, and then uh, like. So, so like the bristles are the sex for me, and the 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 spun the the hangy thing is like the cigarette after the sex. It's like, all right, well, cool what about down. The, what about the? For whatever reason, they put in the. Once you get through the bristles and the and the drapes, the curtains. Yep. There's the spray, the mist. Yeah. That's my favorite part because it's on a big rack that's like a dome that goes oh, all the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pantomiming these things for the listener. Yeah, it's great. It's fun watching you. The whole time I was talking about that car wash, you were just sticking your hands in the camera. You get a very fine mist that that sprays away all the suds, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think think the mist is my favorite part. And then what you get is the, for whatever insane reason, there's always a bright neon sign in the top left that flashes hot wax. (laughs) Oh, wow. You're paying for the hot wax? Well, yeah. If I'm gonna do the drive-through car wash, I do the whole. Well, you're paying like I get you're paying premium. like fifteen bucks for your car wash. Well, what are you paying for yours? Ten. Yeah, I don't need the hot hot wax. I like not the hot a, wax. I'm not a fucking hoity-toity son of a bitch. Well, my paint job's gonna last longer than yours, and then you get the the big the fans at the very end that are. Just that always big makes me sad because then I know it's reverse. over. I always feel like, the, and they have like the rollies on them. They're like the vacuum, you know, the vacuum adjustment to get your couch cushions. Yeah, it's just three of them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> three it's, of those. it's a weird setup. Yeah. Oh, the car wash is a great thing. Uh, yeah, it's it's I I, I love the, the drive through car wash. If I could just sit in that bristle world for like thirty minutes and just like kind of take a nap or just close my eyes, like yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be in heaven. And they smell good inside too, because they get them smelling like bubble gum and stuff. Yep. 
you know? Yeah, I like it. Someday I'm All just right, going to open my windows and, and go in. Well, you're going to ruin your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm just kidding. So you're going side. That's, that's interesting. I, I I don't disagree with you. I do think the spinner is nice, and you're right. The, ver- the the top spinner that comes down after the after the curtains is pretty good. That's a good. That's a good spinner. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It is tough lining your left tire up into the little rack on the left. Yeah, I fucking hate that. There's that green light that comes on when you're right, and sometimes you go too forward and you pass the green and it goes right again. Yeah. Do you go to the ones that's like after you're done pumping gas? It's like, hey, do you want to buy a car wash? Sometimes. At a gas station? Or do you go to the ones that have a guy in front of the cave, the car wash cave? It's like nah, a little to the left, a little to the right. It's kind of helping you out a little bit. No, I've never been to one of those. There's one on, on Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence at the old car wash place. It's been there for a million years. The car wash king there. Oh. They always have the guys. I wonder if there's like a Guinness record for the, the longest car wash, and I'll have to look that up and go there. Yeah, well, I'm sure you like that a lot. <laughs> Chuck, I think this was a productive uh, three fine things. I think we've made people yeah. happier. Besides when I was well, talking about my hand almost getting chopped off. Yeah, that was terrifying. Well, uh, I've got nothing else to say. Wait, we're do- Oh, well, we got to bring Josh on. Oh, yeah, Josh, hey! Oh, wait. Josh, or the you know, Bill, actually, Chuck, I'm looking at the time uh, clock here. Yeah, it's not. It's not so good. I don't uh, think we have enough time. We can do it again, huh? All right. Yeah, Josh, uh, cancel that. We we'll get you next week. Yeah, we got next week. Chill in the green room. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs>